I don't know. I don't know what we're doing, actually. <laughs> it's, we're just going to talk. Okay. I mean, and it can go wherever we want. Okay. That's fun. I, did you bring any instruments with you? Mm. Musical instruments, I should say. Mm. No. Okay. I brought my voice. I mean, my last guest brought a guitar, and she played, like, amazing songs, but... So I'm... That's cool. I should just go now. This is, this is, this is over. <laughs> I failed immediately. But I will show you my extensive list of notes that I have for you. Okay. Right here. I have... Oh, well, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, oh, I need to write the date. Okay. I, I feel like I always need to be aware of what date it It's is. February. It is February. Yeah. And, and apparently too, right? Hollywood is closed. Yeah. Someone <laughs> who closed Hollywood. Uh, I don't know. You hear that, people? Hollywood is closed. Hollywood is closed. I drove last night by Hollywood, and they were closing it down. Apparently today it's super closed, and it's causing a lot of traffic. Oh, it was probably for the Oscars. Yeah, but the Oscars aren't until Sunday. It's Thursday. Yes, but I know that they shut off um, basically the street, the Hollywood Boulevard between... It's like... Highland. Yes, Highland was closed and then over. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all like where the press is all done. So there's like tents and stuff that's for in the, the next middle three of the street. days. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might want to avoid that area. I. And also, there's like all the pre parties. Of course, there yes, are. Like the night before parties and whatnot. Yeah. So. There's all these promoters hitting me up, and I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't want to go. What do you mean promoters are hitting you up? Are you a brand ambassador or something? No, they're just promoters. You know, those guys that get paid when they bring girls in, and you're like a herd. Okay, no, if you were I a girl, if you were a girl you would totally know. Okay, so if you're a girl, <laughs> these promoters hit you up, and then you get like free tables and free drinks. At clubs. So what you're saying is if you're and a you lady... you don't pay cover charge. If you're a lady... Yeah. You get stuff for free. This is the way to live in <laughs> Vegas. Vegas <laughs> is like the cheapest, most freest thing for a lady. Uh-huh. Fun-wise. You just go and you... Everything's just given to you. You should change I'm sex. in the wrong gender. <laughs> you should become a lady. <laughs> I should become a lady. But like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wow. should invest in lady parts and get in for free this in is Vegas. Off, this is off to a very interesting start. Excellent. <laughs> I don't know if that was in your notes or not, but it, hey. It was not. Um, trans Transgender issues was not in my notes. <laughs> um, are you, do you have an issue with I don't, your gender? No, but I just did a play about transgender issues, okay. so I'm kind of an expert now. Because you did a play. Because I did a play. Of course. Yes. No. <laughs> um, uh, no. Do you want to tell me about but, this play? Sure. Okay. It was called Sisters of Transformation. Okay. I played Tommy, who was a um, pre-operation woman who's becoming a man. Okay. And basically, I showed up to this support group, um, which turns out to be full of nut jobs, and our leader, or their leader, I was new to the group, and everybody Mm -hmm. else had been going, and Mm -hmm. the leader doesn't show up, and so I'll hell breaks loose because they don't know who's going to leave. Is this a comedy? It had funny moments. But it's uh, a drama. But it was a drama. And it was a workshop, so it wasn't fully developed. Okay. But it was it was an interesting experience. And, you know, it was a gig. And it was fun to do. It was directed by Anne McVeigh. Okay. Lovely director. Liked working with her. And uh, the theater group was called um, Inkwell Theater Lab. 
Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That was awesome. the name of the group. They were, yeah. they were great, and they put on these, and they do these um, workshops and develop new plays, which is a fun thing. That's really cool. Yeah. Did you do a lot of research to um, get ready for the part? Kind of not as much as I probably should have, which is always the case, I feel like. Um, I want to know. Yeah. What is more popular, women turning into men or men turning into women? That. I want I, to know the stat. I have no idea. I guess the extent of my research was um, there's this kid named Jeremy who is a woman who became a man and she sorry he now and this was the whole rehearsal process was a lot of like he she Mm -hmm. like oh I'm sorry she it it got really confusing but so Jeremy he um, was a girl became a man and documented it Um, basically documented you know the course of the year of injections of of all the hormones and you just watch him change and become more comfortable in his skin and it was super interesting. And, um, you know, uh, we got a packet of, like, uh, politically correct terminology and definitions and stuff like that. So, hmm. but I, I wouldn't be able to probably answer too many questions. So, making me look really awesome right now. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I'm just, it's just, no, I'm, not it's, at all. no, it's like full curiosity. A while ago, I yeah. worked at Macy's at a cosmetic counter and I had this friend... And so now she's a she, and she had transferred over from a he. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the process of where I met, uh, oh my God, her name was Natalie or Nicole? Natalie. Don't look at me. All right, so we're going to go with Natalie. So <laughs> Natalie, I don't want to go between he's and she's she. Gonna, so Natalie, she's going to write me and be like, how dare you, Lily? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? So Natalie, God, I hope it's Natalie. Okay, so Natalie... <laughs> Was a husband and uh, a father to two kids and then started transformation. I met her in the mid-transformation. She was still getting sex changes and operations. Mm-hmm. And she had come to me to the cosmetic counter to kind of figure out uh, best makeup and best way to do it. <clears throat> Interesting. And we kind of worked together. And I showed her different ways to highlight different things because female and male skin is different, different features. And then she was also struggling with a five o'clock shadow. Uh-huh. at that point so then we started with thicker makeup going into thinner and uh just all of that stuff but it was really interesting because she told me the story and what she had to go through and then also her communication through her kids and explaining why dad was becoming a woman and mm-hmm. how difficult it was and this actually was probably one of my most embarrassing moments she asked me where the bathroom was one of the times and at that Macy's store, we had different levels. And on the bottom floor was men's department for men. And then women's department had a woman's bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I'm such a dumbass and an asshole. But I was like, do you need men's or women's? Because men's is on the bottom, women's on the top. And then she's like, women's. Like, she looked at me like I was stupid. And I was like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, that was that was one of the that actually issue comes up in the play that we did yeah my character we write notes about struggles that we're having and mine Mm -hmm. was like the bathroom i the situation i was in college and like the situation like in the locker room like i don't know which locker room to go to because i'm pre-op but i'm a i feel like i'm a man but i'm 
So were originally woman, and what was interesting was a couple of the actors in the cast were transgender. So we there was a lot of discussion and a lot of storytelling and a lot of um, uh, one one time in particular, she was very adamant about the whole bathroom issue that it's like Mm -hmm. a thing that you overcome, and once you do, you don't turn your back on it, and it's like that is a decision that you make and you stick with it, you know? Yeah, but that would be just I mean to be in that place and. Like, I know which bathroom I go to. Mm-hmm. I've never had to question it once or twice. I mean, I've walked yeah. into wrong bathrooms. <laughs> That's a different <laughs> issue. Haven't we all? Yeah. <laughs> but that would be so hard. Like, something so normal and something so regular. Yeah. Then it becomes an obstacle. Yeah. So that's really interesting. I'm glad you did that play. And Thanks. And led us into this discussion. Yeah. Watch out for it if it ever gets fully produced. Sisters of Transformation by Jeremy Fraser. And that and that is a very interesting beginning to this episode of, of Sidekick Back Radio. <laughs> we are Start starting off a well. Transgender issues. <laughs> a um, I believe I didn't say the date yet, which is February nineteenth, two thousand fifteen. Ooh. Welcome, Lily Berlina. This is you are hearing the voice of Lily Berlina. <sighs> we have a live studio. We do. I added a live studio in my bedroom in my apartment. Um, so far, they have been very lovely guests. I don't have a guitar like your other guests. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my guitar is right there if you'd like to use it. You don't want me to use it. Okay. Okay. Do you say so? <laughs> I also have a guitar, and I it's collecting dust, unfortunately. I wish I had my recorder from elementary school. Maybe you could play that. Or not. Or not. <laughs> nope. You don't want me playing anything. Yeah. Um. So, Lily. Yes, I'm You are here, and this is kind of the beginning of an interesting period for Sidekickback Radio, because this is the... The beginning of the Highway to Havasu series. Ooh! Um, as some of you may know out there, that I uh, will be starting production, or we will be starting production on a feature film called Highway to Havasu. Ow, ow. Written and directed by Jeff Janke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, I got the call sheet today. We're going to business on Saturday. So... So exciting. It's That's very so exciting. exciting. We've been talking about it for... I don't know how long you've been attached, but... A while. For I me. was actually there. When That's we... right. You were wearing bat- a Batman onesie. onesie. Yep. <laughs> for, for whatever reason. Guess I was what? cold. <laughs> and when you're cold, I... you put on a you... Batman onesie. Why? Yeah. I had it in my car, and I was cold, and I was like, guys, is it cool if I go get a onesie? And they're like, you have a onesie. I was like, yes, let's move <laughs> on from that. And can I wear it? <laughs> like, you must. You must wear this. And so then I wore it. Yeah, they, you yes. did, and then you uh, that was read the first along time we met. with us. That was the first time we met. Yeah. Yeah. Say my name, say my name. <laughs> and that was before I was Amber. Amber was That's a different right. character. Yes, you are correct. And then... Actually, that was my idea. Was it? Yeah. Oh my god. You're welcome. Um, I think what happened... So, Lily will be playing two parts. Mm-hmm. Um, twins. Twins. Uh, Amber, Andrews, and Katie Andrews. Mm-hmm. Um... And originally in the script, they were not twins. They were just two separate people. And we were having trouble finding an Amber, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think I jokingly at the photo shoot was just like, God, Lily, she's so great. She could probably play all parts, all female parts in the film. And Jeff was just like, yeah. So yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> so now, because of you, I sleep with the entire cast. Because well, it was originally... Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no one sleeps with anybody. This is a G-rated PG. No, it's R-rated. R. It's okay. going to be R-rated. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I don't really sleep with everyone, but I have, I do play two characters, and I play a girlfriend to Dilly. To Dylan, the main character. Yeah. Yes. 
But then I end up, well, okay. I don't I don't know what I can and cannot say if I'm going to be revealing things. Well, no spoilers. Okay. I guess. But I'm a fun girl, so then I go out and I'm interested <laughs> in DJ. Well, okay, so here we go. <laughs> Let's back it up for a second. You play, so at first you're Katie, and Katie, Katie is Dylan's girlfriend who dumps him, which ultimately sets us on our journey for the film, where we go yes. to Lake Havasu, because we want to cheer up Dylan. Um, and have a good time. And have a good time. And have him forget about Katie, because she's... Right, because she's right. not the best. Not the best. Um, who is the best? That would be Amber. Her twin sister. Her twin sister, who is my... Destiny's, Destiny's child. child. So, And I think that's all that we can really say. I mean, right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to give away too much. I mean, it's it's a fun movie. There's, There's so ton, much that happens. So much that happens, so we won't go too much into it. No. Um, and some will be revealed. That, you know, you're not the only one from the cast that will be on here, so... We'll, but I'm the we'll, first one. You are the first. You're my first. Oh. Your first doing work in the bedroom? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> anyway. Very appropriate. G-rated work. What do you mean? Yes. Very appropriate. Yeah. Everybody's hugs in the end. Lots of hugs. X-X. X, 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 and O's. I meant the X's and the O's and the hugs and the kisses. Hasn't anybody ever had you say, go, say X ten times fast, and you end up saying sex a lot? No. Nobody ever have you do that? that no. Was, that was an elementary school thing, I feel like. I wasn't, say X ten times fast. I wasn't here like, X, 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 so, welcome Lily Bernina to the podcast, Sidekick Back Radio. Ow! Ow! Now, um, where are you from originally? I am originally from Russia, and I was there until I was 11, so I did not go to elementary school here or middle school. That's why you don't know that So thing. I don't know the jokes, and I don't know anything before 2001, and I, I did not listen to NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, or know <laughs> all the old school and the childhood movies. <laughs> wow. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Um, your full name is Lilia Sergeyevna Berlina? Did I say that right? Yeah. Sergeyevna. Sergeyevna. Wow. Can you say it with like a Russian like... Lilia Sergeyevna Berlina. Nice. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so you were in Russia until you were 11. Mm-hmm. And... And then I... Which... Moscow, I'd imagine? No. No? Novosibirsk, which is like Siberia. Say that one more time. Novosibirsk. Wow. And it's Siberia? Mm-hmm. It's like mid-Russia. And then okay. I lived in a little island above Japan. It looks like a fish. Wow. If you look at the globe. And then we went to Moscow to get all of our paperwork. And then we went to Washington State. And then I grew up there. And then went to UW. I'm a husky. Seattle. And then two years ago, I drove down here and stayed. Wow. Like to you Los did Angeles. A, you did a road trip and you were just like, I'm sticking around. <clears throat> sort of. So two years ago, in January, I came down for this little... Oh my gosh. I don't know. Do you know? They're like these little... <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so they're like these little meets and greets and speed dating-ish thing, but they're for like uh, talent and agencies. Okay. It's called iPop. No. I've heard of that. Okay. Yes. So I signed up for this thing. Okay. And then I did it in January, and then I came down, and then afterwards I was actually going to go to Florida. So I came. So let me get this straight. You did a speed dating thing with a bunch of agents. Yeah. And then you were like, ah, I'm going to Florida. Well, so I was going to do this because I've already paid for it. <laughs> but I, I, so I graduated in December. This is a calendar. So I graduated <laughs> in December. 
from my college. And then I was like, ha, I'm going to move to Florida. And then I was like, well, I paid for this thing in January, so I got to go. Uh-huh. You know, it's first week of January. So I went. And then I got a lot of callbacks. Okay. I was like, oh, this is exciting. I can actually do this. Yeah. So then I went back to Washington, and I quit all my jobs, and I picked up my car, packed up my car, I'm sorry. And then I sold everything that didn't fit in my blue car. <laughs> and then I drove down straight 20 hours because I was so excited. I'm like, this is LA, Hollywood, you know. <laughs> and then I drove down here and I got here at like 3 in the morning. And I stayed with a couple of friends. And then I got started, got my manager, got my agency, uh, moved to an apartment, finally got out of living room situation. <laughs> <laughs> Stopped couch surfing. Yeah. Thank God. Now I have a wonderful place with some roommates, but I have, like, a large room, and it's my own bedroom. It's not a living room anymore. <laughs> and uh, I've been working, been very lucky, very blessed with the projects I've been working on. Uh, but that was two years ago. And I'm no longer moving to Florida. <laughs> so I that, hope not. that got canceled. <laughs> you just have a miserable experience in Hav- with Havasu with you? <laughs> I'm not going to Florida. Nope, nope. Nice knowing you. Uh, no, that won't happen. No. No, it's going to be so much fun. It's oh, my God. so much fun. I'm half jealous half. that I don't get to be with you guys the entire time. I was originally going to be, but I can't be. Oh, no. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to be with you guys when I'm filming. Yeah. But I won't be there as part of production anymore. Oh, okay. But I, my love will be with you guys 100%. And I'm sure you can visit. Well, I'm going to hang out with you guys. For <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> That's been given to me. Amber <laughs> said, hey, come hang out. It's like, okay. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Great. Wow, so many, so much information flowing through my head right now. Okay, okay, sorry. Because I, I want to back it up to life in Russia, because, and particularly Siberia. Um, do you know about the long way round? Um, I don't remember if I've talked about this yet. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> Checking out the mirror. <laughs> I just wanted to see the back of your head really badly. Okay, it's a really... <laughs> When I first did the photo shoot the first time as Katie, yeah. we kept talking about how beautiful the back of my head is. And I think it's in that little video clip we did. Because so it's like, just make sure we film with the back of my head. So it's, it's been a thing. With Highway Havasik. Well, I'm looking at it right now. It's, it's glorious. Yeah. Oh, yes. Excellent. <laughs> All of my shots will be this way. Just like a dirty Can't over Can't wait for shoulder. the over the shoulders. God. <laughs> I'm going to look great, and then your back of the head is going to look great, and it's going to be great. It's going to be such a good scene. Oh, so excited. Yeah. Anyway, th- stop getting me off track because I want to hear about Russia. So anyway, Long Way Round um, was the first of two motorcycle trips that you and McGregor did with his friend Charlie Borman. It's on Netflix, so I highly recommend it because it's an amazing journey, and they basically they get on two motorcycles, and they ride from the first one, trip is from London to New York East. So oh. across Europe, across Russia, across Mongolia, across Alaska, down through America, and then wow. ending in New York. Incredible. And they document everything along the way. But the Siberia part was so interesting because it was just so barren. <laughs> and, like, the the people that they did encounter, it was, like, they would, like, it was, there was just, like, a kind of, like, a almost, like, a gorilla-esque, like, what what is that? Yeah. There's other people here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... I guess secluded in its own way. And in general, Russian people, if you ever meet them, they're little, there's like a front that's up with them. Because uh-huh. obviously when it went through communist times, everyone was really concerned about their family keeping themselves closed. So friendship isn't necessarily something that's... Like in America, it's so funny. Like anywhere you go, 
people are like, oh, hi, how are you? You know, you're like, great. Okay, and you keep going. And I always question, I'm like, well, what if you're not great? And what if you're <laughs> like, actually, since you asked, I'm having a really bad day. And you're like, you're in a drive-thru. Like, please keep going, miss. Do not tell me about your bad day. And this was, like, one of the bigger obstacles for my mom because each time she went to the grocery store, everyone's like, hi, how are you? And she's like, why do they keep asking me that? Like, why? Why do they want to know? They're not my friend. They're not my family. Why would I ever tell them about my day? Because that in Russia, it's like you only talk to those that are you really close to and you don't need to extend your friendship or kindness necessarily to anyone else. Um, but that's, like, a front that we put up. And then once you get to know someone or if you know, like, oh, that's a family friend or whatever, Russians will, like, feed you and let you sleep there and they will take care of you as much as they can. So they are very welcoming after a point. (laughs) (laughs) You have to get to a point and then you cross over. But usually, Uh and it's a really harsh language. So you get the behavior that's a little standoffish. Plus the accent or the language itself comes off really harsh. So a lot of people think that we're very, like, we're out to kill you. We're all in a mafia and we're going to, like, I'm sure also, like, the you. media has And then there's that, the like, media. Yeah. yeah. And there's so Boris much. Boris and Natasha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <You> see, <laughs> I, it was in one of my classes, earlier classes, but somebody came up to me and like, did, did you have television in Russia? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like, it, it, yeah. Yeah. We had TV. We didn't have as many channels. <laughs> <laughs> I think I grew up with, like, five channels. (laughs) Yeah. What was the population of your town? I don't know. I don't remember. But are we talking, like, 5,000? I don't remember. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember. That's not something that I would... I mean, we could look it up and it'd be accurate. (laughs) None of that has changed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll look it up real quick. Okay. Might as well. How do you spell it? N-O-V-O-S-I-B-I-R-I-S-K. Novodivsk. Yeah, so that's where oh, I... Oh, wow. 1.4 million. Okay, so then go to a different city. So that's where I lived from 1 to 6. I lived in a little village off of that. Okay. And then so type in O-K-H-A. Okay, H-A. And then... Is there anything S- else? Yeah. <laughs> S-A-H... Oh, here oh, we go. Okha, Russia? Uh-huh. It doesn't even have a population. <laughs> so that's where I grew up from 6 to 11. That's what I remember mostly. Okay. See how it looks like a fish? I lived on the very top of 20, that island. 23,000. On the island. And I lived on top of it. And then wow. within half an hour, you can cross from one side to the other side of that island. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Such a weird life. No, it was beautiful. I'm sure it was beautiful. I mean, yeah. It's just... But everybody knows one another, and um, wow! I had, like, my school on one end of the island, and then my, like, musical and dance school on the other side of the island, and when it was really cold, it would... Hold up. I didn't want to... Okay, musical and dance school. Yes. So, Explain. my mom enrolled me in music school. And this was right after the... the uh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I said, so much information flowing through <laughs> my head right now. I'm overwhelmed with, like, the questions. And okay. The, possibilities you didn't have them on your notes well because there's nowhere it's written that you're from Novibersk wow or Okha Okha am I saying it right no <laughs> Oha Oha mm-hmm. and Novosibirsk 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 close enough I'll take it I'll take it me and my little American ways <laughs> um anyway okay 
So I interrupted you. You were talking about going oh. from school on one end of the island <laughs> to school on the other end. So I went to a musical school for a while. And you had to take like choir class and then writing class to write music. And uh, you had to choose an instrument. My instrument of choice was a piano. And so I only did that for two years. And then I also went to dance school for about five years. I got enrolled really early. Actually, in both of them, I got enrolled extremely early. <laughs> and I wasn't supposed to be in them because I wasn't of age. There's like an age restriction. Mm-hmm. But for the music one, they let me... There's like a test you take and I took it and I... It was an overachiever apparently and that was really you good. I aced it. I aced it. So like, okay, let's get this girl in. And then same with the dance one as well. I like cried myself in front of the instructors and I was like, no, I can dance. <laughs> and I was like this tiny thing. And She's so... a maniac. <laughs> Um, and that was really fun in there. You take a lot of classes as well. So you do like jazz and ballet. Mm -hmm. Ballet was what I was really passionate about. Uh, so I did those after school, after my regular school. And, and my mom was so sweet. She like bought me a piano and I should have continued with it and I didn't. So I'm so sorry, mom. (laughs) Because she bought me like a whole piano to have in our apartment. We were so, so poor. We were so poor. It's beyond me. It, but my mom bought me a piano. She's like, no, this girl needs to, she wants to play a piano. We're going to get her a piano. Whoa. I know, my mom. Um, and you didn't and continue it? And I didn't continue it. it. I was so good, too. I was For the two years and how little I was, I was so incredibly good. And, but then I was like, I just didn't want to go. I got started. I didn't want to go anymore. I don't know. And I would, like, mm-hmm. come up with these excuses. I'm like, no, mom, I'm sick. No, you have to go. I'm like, no, no, mom, I don't want to. And I did not appreciate what my mom did for me then. I do now. But then, oh. We. Happens. Yes. Yes. We grow Um, up. We grow up and we end up appreciating the stuff that, and I'll take a moment. Mom, I know you're listening and I appreciate all that you've done. Good job, mom. He's a great guy. (laughs) Good job, mom. Thanks. Um, so, okay, what, what, Okay, one of the questions that passed through this brain of mine is, this is all in the late 90s, right? Yes. So, the Cold War ended, I guess, right about right about when you were born. Mm-hmm. And are, are you still, is the effect, as you're going to elementary school and you're going to musical and dance school, are the effects still there? Are the teachers, do they still kind of have that Soviet mentality? Like, uh, I'm sure they did, because the, they grew up with it mm-hmm. as a child. I didn't necessarily see it because I didn't know any different. I didn't know that, like, other countries are doing other things. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you grow up with a certain way, and Russia is so big. So, as a child, you're like, oh, this is the world. This is it. Um, And uh, it's really interesting because my mom, all of her, like, documents are very communist and they're all stamped and labeled and it's very calm yeah and some my mom doesn't really go into too many details about it but what she has told me is that everyone had to be communist and if you weren't you were killed and Mm -hmm. um, or sent to siberia which was a place yeah but mostly you were killed that's just easier (laughs) like that's just simpler well one of the things that they do in the long way round Mm -hmm. is they ride the road of bones do you know about that i don't I, it probably has a Russian name that you know it by, but it, maybe um, I want to say it was Lenin. Think Lenin. 
Mm-hmm. He would send prisoners to build this road in Siberia, and it was called the Road of Bones because very often men would fall in and just get trapped and become part of the road. Mm. And it's like, yeah, it was the way that you got punished back then. <laughs> so yeah, so you got killed, and yeah. if you were a prisoner, you still got <laughs> you, killed. You 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 were put in an area where you would be killed. Yeah, and so it was. It was a really hard time, and my yeah. mom had to go through it, and my grandparents did too, and um, my grandpa was affected by it, because he, yeah. I guess what I'm getting at is, um, one of the things that I, one of the, one of my passions in life, and the mm-hmm. things that I'm really nerdy about is the, the 1980 um, hockey game. Uh, between the U.S. and the Soviets. Okay. The Miracle on Ice. You know about this, right? I don't. I'm sorry. You're... Oh, boy. Well, yeah. no, I get to talk about it. Okay, so okay. Tell me, well, tell for me. those of you who don't know... Educate. The The Soviet Union had the one of the best sports teams in any sport ever. They were the most dominant team in their field, um, which was hockey at the time. Like, they won, you know, uh, like six straight Olympics. Um, they just didn't lose. You know, they outscored their opponents like 1,000 to 10. It was... I mean, wow. collectively, yeah. it, it was, like, insane how good they were. Um, and um, then the Americans, in 1980, fielded this team of amateur players, and this coach, Herb Brooks, assembled the right collection of players, and the Americans beat the Soviet team. And the team was, like, the Soviets had been playing together for, like, 10 years, that particular squad, and, like, they were so gelled together, there was no way to beat them. Mm-hmm. And then the Americans were only together for, like, nine months. And, and they, they it was in. like a rinky-dink ragtag team, and they beat them um, in the Olympics here at home. And there's so many. And I wrote a research paper in high school about how I, I pinpoint that as the beginning of the end of the Cold War because it shifted the American spirit. Wow. And you know, because there were so many things going on at the time, the um, hostages in Afghanistan, um, at the not Afghanistan, I'm sorry, the hostages in Iran, the invasion of Afghanistan by the Soviets. Uh, what the oil embargo? There was so much crap going on politically that just brought the American people down, including the Cold War, and it was at its peak, or low, depending on your point of view. Yeah. <laughs> and then this hockey game completely Turned reignited in. our spirit, and eventually, the Soviet Union falls. Um, wow. And so I I believe that that is a huge turning point in the Cold War. And after this long tangent, bringing it back around. There was this documentary at AFI Fest that I watched called Red Army, which was a great documentary where they go into the Soviet style of playing hockey. And whilst the Soviet mentality is very, like, yeah. you know, very hard-headed by the book, very um, straight-edged, um, it produced this hockey team that played beautiful hockey, like artistry. And when the Soviets came to America and played in the NHL, it was just, like, a completely different level of play. Um that and like so it's this weird combination of draconian style coaching that yields artistic result and why this came up is because i'm wondering your experience in musical and dance school was it like that where it was draconian in the terms of practice but the result was beautiful which not in the musical school that i remember but in in the dance school they're very strict and very precise and very i don't know it's almost robotic Not that it's, like, unemotional, because dance in itself is a very emotional, very beautiful thing. Uh, but the practice of it, very strict. And I guess Russia is kind of known for their dance 
Well, they're known uh, for their arts, which I find yeah. like the Moscow Ballet and yep. Stanislavski um, acting, you know. And Absolutely. So it, I find that so interesting that like we associate communism and Soviet mentality with like, yeah, straight. And yet it produced this incredible artistry. And you kind of experienced that. And so I want to be inside your brain I right now. Did. I did. I did. I don't, I don't think I've ever actually reflected upon it, but it's true. And I think it comes to... So in Russian, the schools, um, like regular, regular school, regular yeah. school, it was really weird. Cause when I came here, the school's like from eight to like three and there's like seven recesses and then you take a lunch and then there's all this, whatever. So in Russia, you have like school from eight to 12 and then you're done. You can, that's why you can have a musical and a dance school, but all, you just get your classes and they're out of the way. And I, here I experienced it like, oh, people didn't do their homework. That's like norm <laughs> there you don't not do your homework that's like you you don't not do your homework i'm wondering though like i feel like that's for us that's yes up until like i'd say freshman year of high school is when you start to be like i'm gonna not do it yeah but then even <laughs> even as like fourth graders because so i babysat and like watch kids for a while they don't want to do their homework and it's and the homework's like two plus two equals four like when i came here in sixth grade we were doing math that I was doing in, like, third grade in Russia. Wow. Yeah. And so I was really confused. <laughs> I was like, wait, I already learned this. Like, I don't understand why we're doing this. Uh-huh. Um, and so the educational system, no offense, but it's a lot slower in America. Well, Everything it's... is really chewed down, and then you go over the same subject over and over again, and it's very, like, oh, are you comfortable in your seat? And we're in Russia. They don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> like they just don't really care about that. You're there to learn and you get it out of the way, which could be seen as very strict and very harsh. But then at the same time, it teaches, I think it taught me how to discipline. It taught that, me discipline. That's. And so I can take that anywhere yeah. and I can take that into acting and I can take that into dance and I can take that into life. And, you know, I work, I work with a lot of kids. I coach lacrosse. I teach music, blah, blah, blah. Song leader, as my listeners will remember from last week, we explained what song leading is. Um, but discipline is actually the... You just, like, I just had a huge epiphany. Like, that's the thing that's missing from all these areas. Is like the kids today just don't have discipline. Zero. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think I also just came to that revelation as I was saying it. Because I think that's what I take away from... I'm wondering From if I'm. My history. I'm wondering if I'm gonna get like a series of tweets like Andrew, you're un-American. Yeah. How dare you? But it's so different. And it is. I think those kids that are in uh, on a soccer team or some sort of after-school activity, they have more responsibilities, and so they tend to be a little bit more active and they want to do things more. Whereas if someone who's uninvolved, sometimes they do get pulled into drugs or partying because then they don't have anything else to focus on and mm-hmm. they still want to be accepted. So if you don't have that soccer team backing you up or um, football or whatever, tennis, you're going to go and do something else. So you're always going to find an outlet. And if it's not a disciplined one, because even for a team, you have to practice, you have to attend, you have to, and you feel that responsibility. Like on a team, you're not only succeeding for yourself, you're, you're doing something for others. And if you don't have that, that's not going to reflect later in life. Yeah. And it all becomes this domino effect. Whoa. 
So we just, meaning of life. You're welcome, everyone. Wow. We just solved the education system, wow. I think, right now. I, I never thought about it. I mm -hmm. never thought about discipline. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then that also is reflected in the way you're raised. So then the whole parental thing comes into play as well. Yes. Which is a whole separate 17-hour subject. Well, what's also interesting about that is... I, so I've been I've been working with kids for about 10 years now, and in those 10 years, parents have gotten more and more controlling, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking as I think right now, so no, I'm yeah. trying to figure something out, because the parents are also a big part of the issue, is like parents have gotten more and more controlling, um, helicopter parenting is a term that's used a lot, like okay. they just hover mm -hmm. above everything and they don't let their kids have any freedom. Um, the world has gotten a little, has gotten scarier, like... When you were younger, your parents would just be like, drop you off and just be like, go, be free. But yeah. now it's like, no, you you know, you need a cell phone. You need to all text me Three-year-olds have, like, cell phones. Yeah. I didn't have one until I was 13. Me too. And I would run around in the yard and my I would just come home when it's time to come home. Yeah. Um, And so, and I'm trying to tie discipline into that. Like, because parents it's such do a... discipline now, but it seems like too much so that the freedom that the kids need when they're at home so that way when they get the discipline in the school that they're supposed to be getting would it would be a good balance maybe is what's I agree missing. I think I think that's the key is balance because if you like you said hover too much and you control you're not letting your kid uh because then you're like, oh, my kid's going to be a dentist. That's what my kid's going to do. But your kid doesn't want to be a dentist. Not at all. Your kid wants to be in a band. Like, why would you take that away from the kid? Yeah. There's that. Or if it's the other way and your kid doesn't have anything to do, you should try to push them somewhere just so they can start learning about themselves. So if they do want to be in a band and because you've put them in a musical class, they discover that talent. But maybe if you didn't push them to that, they wouldn't have. Oh, it's just so much bigger. It's just, it's just so much bigger because then it's just in general disciplining your kids. What can and can you not do? And then who gets to decide that? And how much control should you have over your kid's life or none at all? Because it's someone else's life. It's another human. But then you are a guardian, so you're supposed to help and guide them through while letting them make their own mistakes because they should learn from those. And how, like, there's, <laughs> parenting is such a big thing for me. Like, I'm so... What? <laughs> I love, like, discussing parenting. I'm not a parent myself. Yeah. So I have zero right to discuss it. Yeah. But I'm well, so passionate about it because I, it, it, you're raising a well, person. I don't think we a have... A whole person. I don't think we have zero right. We do have a right to discuss it. We just need to come with the caveat of we have, we're not parents. Yes. Um, I agree. Don't worry, mom. Not not a parent yet. Oh, um, by the way, but but there's something to be said about the fact that we because we're not parents, we have an outside perspective, and at any and for anything, outside perspective is incredibly important. Yes. And like like I deal with so many teachers who like have such frustrating times with kids because there's something wrong with our whole system of educating and discipline and. I think that's another good point to touch on is teachers because something we've discussed is like so. You as a kid, and then how you're raised, and then I think 
Like I remember certain teachers who've made a difference and they've made me love math because they were so great or they made me love a certain subject because they were so great. And some teachers, it's so weird because after having certain teachers, I'm like, why did they become a teacher? Because it's not for the pay. (laughs) And um, they don't love the children. (laughs) So then you're like, why are you here? Because something's not clicking. Yeah. And a teacher can make or break a kid. Yeah, definitely. So then should we also, you know, I guess even we, who's we? Like the government, how are they going to control teachers? Because they shouldn't be controlling teachers. Because if they do, that's also going to F with people's creativity of how they teach in certain things. Well, now I think we're getting into this whole area of people not following (laughs) their dreams. Yeah. um, Which is a big issue. People making the safe choice of... You know, because I'm sure a lot of people who would be amazing teachers are choosing to go into more financially um, stable pot, stable um, jobs positions. because they want. And it's also just because it's really hard to teach, like exhaustingly yeah. hard, especially in like public schools and in, like low income areas where it's like um, where you're dealing with kids who who it's really hard for them to get the support that they need to get a proper education. Um, yeah. And also. Um, talking about state and national funding for schools is at uh, is in a crisis because there are schools where they don't even get the right textbooks that they need. Yeah, you and they have so, outdated things, and teachers are so underappreciated. They really are. Oh my god! Yeah, we should give teachers more money, and then more <laughs> oh people would want to be teachers, the good <laughs> ones. Well, then that would get also get weird. Oh man. Well, I think it's then and now okay. Now on to a new subject, which in in becoming an actor and, and, you know, studying basically all things film, TV related and theater lumped into that. If you follow, I want to say quality, where the quality goes, it doesn't go with money necessarily. Like more money, and I'm talking about making money, like profitable yeah. television okay. and film doesn't equal money. You know what I mean? It's like there's this weird medium ground where like um, a lot of sitcoms and hour-long dramas fall into where it's like decent. Yes. And those are the most profitable. Acting-wise, writing-wise. Video, all of it. Yes. um, Look at um, things like all the comic book movies. I mean, we have so many discussions with people about how the comic book movies, the Marvel movies... They're destroying the film industry because all the money is being sunk into them because they're like, they're, they're good, they're fun. But it's also killing the film industry because it's like becoming harder and harder to make really artful and beautiful films because nobody wants to see them. Or but like, I think because of that, I feel like there's a rise in appreciation of all the indie films. And so maybe because it has... There will be a swing. I Yeah, yeah. it's going to rotate and I think it's on its rise where people are starting to get more creative and push into it and trying to get, um, I get, I guess, more artistic with it and mm-hmm. more value and actually a point across in a film versus here's the story of Spider-Man that's been done over and over and over again, but here it is again for $12 mm-hmm. million. You know, mm-hmm. I guess it's more of a hope that it would inspire. Maybe, yeah. I think I've, I don't think we're on that upswing yet because, I mean, there's all these predictions that... Um, basically what's going to happen is movie theaters are going to kind of go away Mm -hmm. and there will only be like a few in each town and they're going to be like, it'll be like $80 for a ticket, but the film experience is going to be like 
massively like it's going to be you know four dimensional and like it's going to be a whole event it's going to be like going to a concert um and i mean george lucas and steven spielberg are predicting this um you know with the way that like all the transformers and the the marvel mm-hmm. movies are going and then there will and there will be a demand for like people like people like you and me will have a demand for like artsy films yeah and they will be shown in really small neighborhood theaters that like you know are very mom and pop type run stuff mm-hmm. um because there will be a demand for it so it will be there and then I think at a certain point, it'll just get too expensive, and then it'll swing back. Yep. Hopefully, that'll be in our lifetime. Cause that oh, means... my gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. God. <laughs> God. Wow. Um, well, I hope those of you listening are still with us, because we've gone <laughs> all our 27 quite... subjects. These are This is quite a conversation happening. Um, we haven't yet talked about your high school experience, which I always like to talk about, because I think it's a very formative time for all of us. So... For you, you came to the States when you were 11, mm-hmm. which means you did go to high school in America, mm-hmm. um, in Washington. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what were you like in high school? I mean, what was the experience like? Uh, I was very, hmm, never reflected on myself in high school. Do you ever do any reflecting? No, sometimes. <laughs> I just live life to the fullest. <laughs> Carpe uh, diem, man. Yeah. Seize full, the carp. Yeah. Full on. <laughs> so, let's see. I, Lily Berlina in high school. <clears throat> oh, this is going to just be out there now. Uh-oh. No, no, not at all. I was very, <laughs> I and I hope those who knew me in high school can back me up. Um, I was very similar to how I am now. I think I'm a little bit more free uh-huh. and outspoken. Uh, I had a very lovely, lovely boyfriend in high school, uh, and then we ended up going into college together and then that's why I was going to move to Florida. So uh-huh. I was, yeah, moving for a boyfriend who would have thunk. Uh, so I was involved with a gentleman and, uh, so that was very nice. I was a cheerleader. I was in tennis. I was on the TV show. We did the news in the morning. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, but I had a close circle of friends and, I I never understood the clickiness that everyone talks about because I don't think I don't think it was very obvious in my high school we were all very blended. I mean, we had people who were on a football team and people who were on separate teams. Obviously, those people are closer. Uh but in general, we kind of all flew in together and we had a department of like uh those kids with special needs and I was very close to them as well and um I was close to our drama a little bit, who were, like, kind of nerdy. Same with their video department. They were also really nerdy, and I was <laughs> totally with them. Uh, so I think I was all over the place. I wouldn't I wouldn't categorize myself anywhere. I think I was popular because I was doing all those things. So I was ASB president, too. So then I was involved in everything, so I think a lot of people knew me. So by that, I was popular, but I wouldn't say I was – like a mean girl or snobby or <laughs> I'm not at all saying like what clique were you no, in. No, I'm just I'm just trying to I, I went to a high school. How big was your school? Uh we had four thousand kids. We have the biggest high school biggest high school. Okay. I had four hundred and fifty. Oh my god. Yes. So my school was incredibly tiny. Yeah. And everybody knew each other. And so like there and it was so small there wasn't really a possibility for cliques. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, people had their groups of friends, but we were, it was like, we were all in each other's business anyway. So. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm not at all saying, like, my high school experience wasn't completely clickless, I guess you would say. Yeah. But, um, anyway. <laughs> uh, no, so it's very similar. It was kind of blended, and I loved, I loved every second of it. Uh, started working when I was in high school, so I got a job and got that going. Did you do acting in high school? No, I actually didn't do any acting for a really long... Well, I guess I was in this video class, and we made these, like, little promotional videos. Mm -hmm. But that's, <sighs> that wasn't really taking on a character, though. In, like, exactly. Yeah. So, <clears throat> also recently discovered... Cause, <laughs> so, becoming an actress was only two years ago. Uh -huh. Before that, it wasn't anywhere near. But I just discovered that it was always in me. I just didn't put a name to it. Because even in the dance school, I was always on stage in front of people. And that's a presentation. Yeah. And with the video, that was also kind of... I guess I like being in the spotlight. <laughs> is what it comes down to. And I'm looking for this validation and acting is kind of it. Yeah. Um, is you know, that what led you to iPop? Or you were just no, like, whatever. Yeah. This guy like came up to me. He's like, hey, you want to do this thing? I was like, that sounds like fun. Okay. Like, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my attitude towards a lot of things. <laughs> but so I was like, this sounds like fun. Let's do it. And so, and so I, now I'm here. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't leading up to it. But if you ask, I'm guessing if you ask all the people who knew me and know me now, they would have bet. In high school in cheer, I won the weirdest award and it was most likely to have our own talk show. <laughs> I was really confused what? by it. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerleaders talk? What? I know. <laughs> I so thought like, they just yell really loudly and spell. <laughs> I got really good at spelling <laughs> because I was on a cheer team. By the way, we didn't have cheerleaders at my high school, so. <laughs> of course you didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we didn't have enough people. <laughs> we only, only three girls went to my school. We had eight-man football. Up until a few years ago. Oh. Isn't that cute? Yeah, that's adorable. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So that's my high school experience. Gotcha. Um, you go back in time. You, yes. you You're holding a Walkman CD player, I hope. Yes. You open it up. What CD is inside of that CD player? A mixed CD I made myself. What was on that mixed CD? But, what was... God. I had some Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> For sure. God, I always stayed with top hits. So whatever I was like playing. But prior to Britney Spears and NSYNC and all of those. Because those I don't know. So everything, I'm sorry. Everything that was, after that. Was that was elementary school though. That was yeah, while yeah. you were So everything after that. Trying to think what the heck I listened to. It was just top hits. So whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I just kind of stayed current with that. Recently I switched over to country. About three, four years ago. Okay. So my so right now I'm like full on country and right. then full on ratchet music. Like I listen to one oh five nine and ninety two three. Okay. So like I get full on ratchet. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah, full on. Or it's sweetheart country. Gotcha. So I don't know what that super what's where's that? Don't know what's up with that. I don't know where that lies. Um where in Washington did you live? Because I know that that's kind of country-esque in certain parts. Like, Caleb, is he said he's from a really podunk town in Washington. Oh, I did you know that? I know that he's from Washington. Because when we did your guys' reading, he was gone. We were looking for a new Max. But thank God we didn't. Because he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, uh, 
And so I knew he was from Washington. I don't know where he's from. I grew up in Port Orchard, which is a tiny, tiny place. Okay. And it's about 40 minutes away from Seattle. Maybe. And then I went to college in Seattle. Okay. Yes. But I did not know Caleb prior to this. Gotcha. Are you a Seahawks fan? Very big fan. So this year was rough. Oh, it was rough. And it was even rougher because, so my, it's, it's Seahawks and then Patriots and then Saints in my layout. So then. What? So you then it doesn't, it, sh- shut your mouth. It's just one team. Just one team. Well, this is the way it goes. <laughs> my top one I don't one know how you do Seahawks. things in Russia, but uh, over here. Well, like if Seahawks This I'm is playing, one thing where you got to have discipline. Oh my God. One team. <laughs> Well, if one team Seahawks, <laughs> but it was really cool for Super Bowl because I so, got to watch Seahawks and pa- pa- Patriots. But but why the Patriots and I, Tom Brady? Is that what it is? Oh, Tom Brady is super sexy. God, oh, oh God. But they're also a good team, and they're you can't shut me out. You know, the Saints o- are just underdogs, so you just love them. Man, Drew Brees is awesome. But yeah. you know who's the only team to stop the Patriots in the last like decade when mm-hmm. they get to the Super Bowl? Hmm. My team, the Giants. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Just saying. No, yeah. As, as great as I, Eli is, not. Yes. <laughs> the Giants as a team, the they only one's able to stop Tom Brady in the mm, Super Bowl. That's awesome. I think that's, I'm pretty proud of that. As terrible of a year as we had. But Yeah, I don't think I watched any Giants game. <laughs> <laughs> now that I reflect back on it. God, we've talked about so much. So many subjects. Let me check my notes. Let me check my great <laughs> notes. Yeah. To cover um, everything you wanted to ask me. <laughs> adventure portraits. What's up with those? Have you seen those? When I Google your name, yeah, a bunch of pictures come up of you in like very exotic locations. And oh. I saw adventure portraits in a couple places. Oh, it's this photographer. Yeah. So we went. It was this waterfall in Washington. Uh-huh. We had to hike to it forever. And there's these beautiful waterfalls. Yeah. So we took pictures there. Nice. That's all. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if it was, like, a project you were involved in, because there was, like, a bunch. No, it was, like, same like location. No, let's look at this. I will narrate all of this while people Google me. Okay, yeah, that's from there. It's and, with uh, these beautiful when waterfalls. You, when you open up the images, it's just like, boom, look at your waterfalls. Boom, waterfalls. Oh, getting on a tree. Guitar. Oh, that's uh, some dude. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I thought there were more. Who is that? Okay. <laughs> I did this commercial, and it, that's <laughs> Captain Chase. <laughs> Captain Chafe, like Goldbomb. Yeah. Ah, funny. Yeah, that's shot in Hawaii. The, that one. one. Yeah, I went out to Hawaii a few that times like to a shoot. No, it was these waves that were shooting over. That what? that was captured in Hawaii. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, people listening, you can't see anything we're talking about. But Google me, well, obviously. Google her and see. Google the me. Face. Google me. Where Where are you going? I can't see. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I would look like with brown hair. Huh. That's exactly what I'd look like. Did we at all talk about making Amber Katie brunette? We was that, was that we talked. We, I think I threw it in there because I wanted to dye my hair for something. <laughs> I just I just wanted to have an excuse right. for it. But we're just going with extensions, so it's gonna be short and long. I like this, the Russian. Oh God! In yeah. The American flag. Full on. I posted it on Instagram, and I. <laughs> Oh, God, I was such an asshole about it, too. Because it's like, something, something about Independence Day quotes. But this is just a picture of me in a bikini to get likes. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Speaking of which, um, how can people follow you? Are you on Twitter? 
I just, oh my God, this is the most exciting thing that just happened. So I just started Twitter. I'm, I'm I just, right do now. it, do it. Okay, do it. Everybody I, follow me. I remember, me. I think we talked about this. You're not on Twitter or Facebook, right? No, I'm not on Facebook, but I'm totally on Twitter now. It's a thing. I'm just discovering how to tweet. Great. So you and have you like can retweet. Three, you have like three followers? Probably. Fantastic. I went on and my mom had Twitter. I was like, mom, what the heck? <laughs> how does my mom have Twitter? Do you speak in English or Russian to your mom? Uh, both. That's awesome. <laughs> you have 16 followers. <laughs> Oh, bear with me, dog. Wait. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Wait. Scratch that. You now have 17 ow, ow. followers. Make it 18 when Side Kickback followed you in Ooh. a second. Ooh. I am just mm, getting that. So you are at Lily Berlina. Mm-hmm. Correct. Follow me. Follower. And same for Instagram? No. Yes. You're Inc? Something? Oh, no. No, uh, just Lily Berlina. At Lily Berlina. I don't know what I'm talking about. God, um, look at your notes. You don't even know. You don't even know. No. Oh my god, I'll follow you back. Follow me back, girl. Oh well, you're gonna retweet when I tweet out the episode. Oh yeah! I'm so gonna retweet. So gonna retweet. How come it took you so long to get on Twitter? I thought I was the last one to get on Twitter. I don't know. I'm like anti-social media, but then everybody told me I had to, so I got it's suckered like, well, it's, into it's, it. It's really kind of dumb to not be on it. Like yeah. at Sundance, I was able to meet a director of a film of a film, and then like friend them on Facebook, and now I'm Facebook friends with these amazing directors. Like, I'm connected. But with I've them, been you know very I mean? lucky because I got to meet these directors or like producers and stuff, and we're just friends. <laughs> just, but like oh, in real life. <laughs> oh, is this another one of those like when you're a girl? It's like no, when you're Lily and you're awesome, <laughs> people just want to friend you. I live a very very lucky blessed. So life. where do you meet them then? I don't know. Like, I've met so many cool people in the randomest places. And then, half the time, people are like, do you know who you're talking to? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, that's so-and-so. And I'm like, so okay, cool. So then who's the craziest person that you met? Ah, and... I don't drop names. I know. Well, this is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm fine. so sorry. Well, do you, I mean, but you should be able to tell great stories. I have awesome stories. But They're just not... For the public. But that doesn't make them a story. That just makes them a memory. I can share them with people, but they just won't be recorded. Gotcha. So I'll hear about it at dinner. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but I do have a great story. Oh, actually, one's really cool. Oh, here we go. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell this one. I'll tell this one. Yay! Okay. Oh, okay, so I, I was just working, and... Um, what was I doing? I was catering a party. It was an engagement party. And everybody, oh, you have to sign this release. Like, you can't take pictures. I was like, oh, okay, that's stupid. Because <laughs> I just wanted to have my phone with me. No selfies. No selfies. Okay, so, and I'm the opposite person. So when I do see someone, I don't go up to them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just don't. Well, I feel like if I was working a catering gig. But like, in real life, if I see someone in person, too, oh. I don't. Anyways, but I, I just do things differently. Maybe because I'm a girl. Maybe. Anyways, so I was working. <laughs> and I will be a girl soon, according to your suggestion, so. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, we'll see how that goes. You're welcome. Anyway, sorry. Oh, we would make a really good couple, because technically I'm kind of like a guy. <laughs> like, I'm missing the genitalia, but I think the way we, we just talked about this, too. Like, I think I'm very guyish, like, to an extreme amount. Yeah. Okay. And I judge things as a guy. In what way? You haven't gotten specific at all. Okay. Like, what's so, the way that you're guyish? Um, 
Like, if I'm in the relationship, I feel like I'm the guy. Still <laughs> I know waiting, that's still not. Still I'm like trying to. Still like, so, like, with my best friend, <laughs> like, if she wants to buy something, like, I just give her money. Like, it's for our house. I'm like, here's the money. Just go buy as long as you're happy. And a lot of times I don't care for things. And I'll take, like, 10 minutes to get ready versus my friends take, like, a lot time. And I just don't care for it. I spend a lot of time in sweats. And, I mean, I brush my teeth and, like, brush my hair. But, like, I don't get ready. I don't care to. I... You just roll out of bed looking glorious. Is what you're saying? I woke up like this. <laughs> um, Just my behavior is very, like, very guyish. I hang with guys a lot because uh, I get along with them. And I grew up with three older brothers, so it's very family-oriented to me. I love hanging with girls. Uh, but I understand, I understand guy behavior and I talk about gross things. Like I love talking about pooping. I think that's like the best thing to talk about. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, just those sorts of things, like things you would normally consider guyish. Okay. I'm all about it. Gotcha. Where was I going? Okay. And, and yet you still have the best of both worlds because you get everything for free apparently because you're a lady. Because you're a lady in Vegas, you get things for free. If you are paying for something in Vegas, you are doing something wrong. <laughs> or you're a guy. Or you're a guy. <laughs> oh, guys pay so much in Vegas, it's insane. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. no. I know. Yeah, that's awful. Actually, I haven't really gone to Vegas. Like, I've been to Vegas a few times, but like, as a vacation, not as a celebration or a party, you know what I mean? Like... I'll go with my family. I think uh, I went no. with my girlfriend. You need to go with once. your friends. That's or, I've never done that. No, okay. You drink bottomless mimosas, and then you decide, let's go to Vegas. You go to Vegas. You drink more. Who has the time? <laughs> when you're like, I don't work tomorrow. Neither do I. Let's go. Okay, and then you do it. <laughs> you get to the hotel. You party downstairs. And then you eat, and then you drink, and then you get back to your hotel room by, like, five. You nap, and then you get brunch, and then you drink back. I think he's... I'm super low-key, like... I, so am I, but, like, like, sometimes... Clubs, clubs... When, I you do need not, to go with me. Like, I do not like partying in a place where I have to shout at the people I'm talking to. No, okay. I understand this. Okay. I hate crowds, and I hate um, being in public places in general. <laughs> I, I kind of hate people I think but I love people <laughs> but like sometimes I get scared I'm like oh too many people and uh but like if you go with me uh-huh. we just have so much fun you forget that there's because I don't care about other people I just go and do my own thing but there's like fun music and well for me there's free drinks so <laughs> but I can get you in that thanks I guess we're gonna have a test run in the next three to five weeks Oh my god, we're gonna have so much fun in Havasu. Like, and we're going when it's gonna be spring break there. Like, it's gonna be such a shit show. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous slash excited. No, be excited. Well, Amber I mean, will show you the way. This Amber or the other Amber. There's two Ambers. Yeah, I know. That'll That's be confusing. Confusing. Yeah. yeah. I saw on the call sheet Amber. I was like, did they mean me? <laughs> so you were telling a great story. I'm sorry. Okay, so I was working. <laughs> I was serving, and it was this party. Yeah. It tur- And then there's all these people, and everybody was so nice. And then this guy's like, hey, let's take tequila shots. And I was like, I don't think I can. And he's like, no, well, let's go over. And then I found out it was his party. He's like hosting it. And I was like, can I take tequila shots? like, yeah. It's Jerry Berkheimer. You can take tequila shots with him. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. 
So you just did shots with Jerry Bruckheimer? We ended up not doing them because I, I was requested at the dessert table. But <laughs> he was very kind. It was his daughter's engagement party. Huh. So it was his whole family and all of his producer friends and all of his director friends. And that's why I didn't know any of them because they were more so uh, crew. Uh-huh. Well, when I when I go to parties, I always stress out because I'm just like, I realize I don't know what people look like. Yeah, you don't no. know. I don't even, even know even, actors. Even if you've seen a picture of them, in real life, they when they talk and move, it's, it's different. It's so different. It's so different. Um uh, I just found out that I don't know a lot of TV and a lot of movies. I don't watch them. Okay. Uh, we can fix that. Oh. Everyone tries Over to. No next. one has. It's fine. Well, you won't. It's, everyone's tried. <laughs> and somehow we never get... Everyone's like, let's build a fort and watch these movies. And then it never happens. That's not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Although, that actually sounds... So fun. Sounds I like love building idea. forts. Well... I love building forts. Yeah. I feel like we can... Definitely find time to build a fort in the next few weeks. Hopefully. People say that, and then it never happens. We still hang out, but we just never get to the movies. I'm just wondering if boys and girls are allowed in each other's hotel rooms. Are we getting a hotel room? I thought we were getting a house. Both. It's a combination, depending okay. on where we are. I mean, we're just going to kick it. Yeah. That was a joke, too. No, yeah. Because I'm, I'm... But I was also thinking, I was like, I we're all... going to hang out all the time. Like, I don't know what your, your boundaries are, but no, I was going to hang with you. I work so many retreats and so many, like, summer camps and stuff oh, that, like, I'm programmed camps. that anytime there's a vacation type thing or, like, a stay away thing, yeah. boys in boys' cabins, girls in girls' cabins, you can meet in the common area. I will put a sign on my door that says, no boys allowed. <laughs> I don't want no boys in my room. <laughs> my mommy said I can't have any boys because boys have cooties. And I don't want cooties. I don't know how you get you didn't, it. You didn't get your cootie shot in Russia? No. Oh, well. <laughs> um, well, I think, uh, I think we're, we're going to have fun. Yeah! We're going to have a great time. Uh, I'm and super we're stoked about it. Just about at the end of our uh, time together and our time with our listeners, we're, we're going to go get, grab some dinner mm-hmm. as a thank you for coming out. So kind. And what a great host. Hey, I'm telling you. Yeah. I take care of my I take care of my guests. Yeah. For those of you listening out there that might want to be a guest, I take care of you. He takes care of you. Are there yeah. ladies listeners? Are you with a girlfriend? I am not with a girlfriend. Ladies. <laughs> Listen up. Here's some truths. I'm gonna drop it on you. <laughs> <laughs> Got a great guy over here. Great host. So now you're my pimp. Yeah. Great. I will if you need to if you need to get in contact with him, you call me. <laughs> I get twenty percent. Of what? Whatever they're gonna pay me. <laughs> Who's getting paid for what? I don't understand. They're, they're going to pay me for your company. It's a great company. Oh, everyone's invited. Oh, you know what we should do? What? Is host a um, fort party. A and fort then, party. A fort party. And then everyone's invited. Well, there's so many movies that I think are associated with our movie. Or like, it's in the same pocket. Okay. That And I want to watch them to kind of like keep us in the spirit of like. We should all films, get you know? together with the, with the three like, boys. Have you seen Superbad? Yes. That took you way too long. I had to think about which one that was. Is that the one with the detergent? Yes. That's <laughs> just minuscule detail in the film. Is that you're like, is that the part that sticks out? Yeah, you like put vodka in detergent or puts, something? He puts alcohol in yeah. the detergent bottle, yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember most. Okay. Most people would be like, oh, the one with Jonah Hill or Michael Sarah. But you just go, the one with the detergent? <laughs> 
Okay, I can see how that comes off very differently. That's so weird. Because in my mind, it was very clear. I was like, <laughs> I saw the scene with the detergent, and I was like, that's it. All right. Um, have you seen American Pie? Yes. Okay, good. A Euro trip? Mm, is it the one with the dick? <laughs> <With the unicorn? laughs> what are you doing with your hand right now? Just on record, by the way, I just got Lily to snort. I don't know if it happens all that much, but I win. Okay, okay. So there's this movie I watched. Oh, God. Okay, this is another embarrassing moment. I have so many. <laughs> it opens up, and there's this cornfield. And then you see this naked man running, and his dick's flopping. Is it Bruno? No, I've never seen that. What? No, there's this movie. I think it's Eurotrip. I think it's a deleted cut. Maybe you didn't see it. <laughs> Stop doing that with your hand! Stop making a floppy penis in my face with your hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like the detergent. So this scene also is the one that sticks up to me. The one see. with the floppy penis? Is that what you mean? <laughs> it's just this like... Well, there's a scene where they're on a nude beach. No, and, I don't remember that. And it's all dudes and they go running after them and you see everything. That doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> Is there a part where okay. a guy gets tied up? Tied up. And then this girl tries to stick a shit on him? Um, there's <laughs> no shit involved, but there. Cooper goes into Club Vandersex, and Lucy Lawless plays a dominatrix that he gets, in Amsterdam, he gets sucked into a sex club that he thinks okay, he's going to be Okay, we've seen different films. We're not talking about the same thing. Nope. Mm -mm. But we can scratch everything I said. <laughs> Keep everything I said. Great. Was this just like a really bad dream you had with the, with the, with the, <laughs> the penis in my face? That was actually yesterday. That was this morning. Oh, I was in a cornfield. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, thank you all for listening. Thank you. <laughs> um, Please tune in next don't time. Don't forget to follow me at Sidekickback at Andrew Fromer. I'd like to thank Lily Berlina for stopping by. It's been great. It's been a pleasure. We had... One of the more interesting conversations in my life. Good. Um, I hope you feel enlightened. In the meantime, while we're in production for Havasu, is there anywhere where people can see you? Any web series? Any films that came out that they might be able to find your work? Anything like that? There's going to be a short film coming out called The Night of the Slasher. It's going to be wonderful. There is a series I'm working on, but I don't think we're putting it out yet. Okay. Um, and then another film called The Woodsman, where you have to that play this badass. Dark. Oh, I'm so badass, and I have this giant sword, and I kill people, and I'm bloody, but I heal quickly, and there's these wolves. Like Wolverine? No. Yes, Wolverine does that. Have you seen X-Men? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one with the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Wait, does it have that in it? Yes, but it's a minuscule detail. I was trying okay, to... Okay, that's, that's why I laughed. Like in every other movie. In the, I think it's the first one. There's like, oh my god. There's been so many since, but like in the first one, they're like at the bottom of the torch of the Statue of Liberty, there's this thing. Anyway. One time, sorry, really quickly, I was picking up my brother in Seattle, and I was like, where are you? And he's like, I'm by Starbucks. And then in Seattle, there's four Starbucks on every corner. I was like, okay, yeah. man, that's like telling me you're by a homeless man. Like, <laughs> there's a roll store everywhere. How am I going to find you? That's crazy. <laughs> it's the one by Starbucks. Oh. So, it, so it runs in the family is what you're saying. 
He's my stepbrother. <laughs> well, anyway. It's fine. The sign-off. Oh. Um, we have a sign-off here. Side kickback. Goes like this. You gotta go. Side kickback radio. Whatcha? But in your own way. You do. You say side kickback radio, karate chop. You do it in your own way. And before you do it, is there anything else you want to add before we uh, before we call it a, a night here? I think we've covered everything. <laughs> like we covered a lot of subjects. We got deep. We got emotional. I, for we got some funny. Reason, for some reason, I have this feeling like we're missing something. It's possibly because we went on such a large. I mean, we can look through your notes to make sure we covered everything. I got no. <laughs> okay, nope. <laughs> we can always come back. People All can right. ask questions online if they want to. Yes, and we'll do follow-ups probably. There we go. Maybe we'll do a cast round table at the end, but anyway. Oh, fine. Yeah. Um this has been uh I think it's episode uh I'm not sure when this is going to air because I might have another guest tomorrow and it might screw up my schedule a little bit, but it'll air when it airs. And it's been lovely chatting with you, Lily. And I hope you all enjoyed listening. And sign us up. Sidekick Back Radio. Sidekick Back Radio. Watch out! Did I nail it? <laughs>